Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Collins PC, Collins House PC. Yeah, and PC stands for ponies and cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Some cupcakes. <laughs> Kids love ponies and cupcakes. <laughs> Who don't like ponies and cupcakes? <laughs> I can't think of nobody that don't like ponies and cupcakes, especially if you're scared of horses. Yeah, but you know, they little itty bitty things, little fluffy, itty bitty little miniature horses, and then got some cupcakes. I'm happy as hell. I don't need no beer, I don't need no weed. Just give some ponies, see the kids laughing, some cupcakes. I'm gonna need me a beer though. I oh, can't I'm eat a cupcake without no beer. Just gotta drink that down. <laughs> Sit here choking on a cupcake. Man, I'm ponies. I need some water with some cupcakes. Oh man, hold on, man. Let's tell us. Let's let us get started into the show, man. We getting all out out of control right. like we normally do. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, today's episode, y'all. We gonna talk about men and we men loving our children. Yes, yes. yes you, Lord. You, you have to think that we don't love our kids. Not all you women. I ain't saying that to all you women. Because some of you women are phenomenal women, uh, but some of y'all. Is a bunch of Jezebels, and y'all think that once we had these kids, um, we just lead the kids to y'all. It's like, nah, I want to raise my kids, whether it's a girl or a boy. I want to be around my child's life and, mm-hmm. and watch them grow, and they can see me grow at the same time. Yeah. Well, for all those women out there that really think that men don't really care about kids, um, I just want to say to you women, um, you're a bunch of assholes, and I know for a fact you're going to burn in hell. God told me that last night. Yeah, you're going to burn in hell for that, that same concept that you think men literally on this earth, we're just going to have sex with you, get you pregnant. Well, I ain't going to say get you pregnant, get yourself pregnant because you allow me to go inside your bareback. You allow it. So that's your fault, not mine. But then we have a kid and these women actually think that we don't want to be around in the kid's life. Like the kids get on our nerves or we got other stuff to do instead of being in the kid's life. You must be out your black mind. I'm trying to keep from cussing. But it's one of them topics that's going to have me that going to snap and eventually after you keep talking. I get sick of these women with that narrative. The kids are better off with the mother. The only reason why, because if the mother can breast, if she can give breast milk, that's pretty much the only reason. Other than that, the kids can be with the dad as well as the mom. I just, I believe that wholeheartedly. But women, that's all they got is the kids. Most women ain't got nothing else, nothing less. I mean, they ain't got nothing else but the kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to calm down because I'm I'm kind of answer on this one. I really am I'm answer on that one, boy. I, get well, I, I can't I can't wait till later on this this, this segment we are gonna have in a couple more minutes. Uh, let you go wild on that segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna try to hold back until we get to that segment. But yeah, that whole narrative is one of the main it's one of the main things women try to hold against men nowadays. Like men don't want to be in a relationship, or you know you got black men that want to date other races and marry other women, and leave the black one behind. We got how men don't really want kids. We just want to bust nut. We don't want kids. These narratives, I'm ready to shut down on women. By all means necessary, shut them down. Like literally, do whatever I got to say to shut them down. Because it's like, we're tired of it. You got men out here. I'm talking about white men, Hispanic men. I talk a lot of Mexican guys out here. who A lot of them got custody of their kids. Who's actually expressed, I love my kids. Forget about her. I want to be with the kids. I want to be with my daughters so I can try to help my daughters pick the right dude. Um, I want to be in my daughter because I want my daughter to be educated. I want my daughter to see what a real man is. And I hate that title, real man. But going along with the story, men want to be with their daughters. We want to see what you go through when you have your first cycle. We want to be there to let you know everything's all right. When you, you know, your first, your boobies start growing. Okay, I got to go take you to Walmart now. We got to buy you eight cup bras 
we want to be a part of that experience. You're our child. You come from us. You're our child. I love you just as much as I love the boys. I get sick of how women want to divide the boys from the women. I get sick of that. They're both my kids, boy and girl. I want to be there. I need to be there. Right. I was put on this earth to be there. Right. You know, my, my first, you know, as you talk about, you brought back a good uh, memory for me. When my oldest daughter, when she uh, had her first cycle, uh, mm -hmm. she had it with me. And, you know, I, I'm a man. I ain't never had no cycle before. I didn't know what the hell to do. And she came outside. She said, Daddy, it's that time. And she showed me that little bloody, uh, whatever, her bloody draws. And I was, oh, shit. So I didn't know what to do. So I ran and got her some, some pad. Thank God I was in the church back then with some women, about a bunch of women. Because I went and got her some pads. And the poor baby, man, she walking around like she just got off a horse. I bought them big-ass pads and put them in her leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the sisters from the church said, oh, well, I ain't going to say her name. Well, yeah, uh, Carolyn, come here. What's wrong? She said, well, I started my cycle. My daddy bought me these pads. And they all looked at me like a bunch of, uh, you ever seen the hens inside the, uh, pigeon, the, the, the chicken coop when they all look at one time? Uh -huh. All of them looked at me at that one time. I was, oh, shit, spotlight. And it's like, Kevin, ain't it how you do this? And they all schooled me right then and there on what to do. And they gave her some little smaller the wings or whatever them damn things is. She uh -huh. put them on. She was cool. But you're right, though, bro. Man, that that that's an experience man, I can talk about now. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I could talk about this is what I did with my child. I'm, women don't understand that, you know, hey, we may be out here in society trying to, uh, especially, you know, when we come to being a black man, it's hard, man. We got to sit here and deal with society talking about we ain't shit. Then we got to come back and talk to you and you talking about we ain't shit. It's like, man, we around a bunch of motherfuckers, people that think we ain't shit. But and the only comfort we got is the damn, is the kids. That's the only comfort we got. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I come back from going to school and everything. I'm already bogged down with, hey, I got to read this book. I got to write this paper, this thing, and then come back home to now, soon to be the ex-wife. Come back to her. She's complaining how the house is and I want this and I want that. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. My girlfriend's this and that and this. All these other stupid stories. It was just a joy just to be able to come back and see my son alive, see him playing with his toys, see him come running to the door to come grab daddy, daddy, because he's excited. The only individual in this whole world who is excited to see me. And these women got the audacity to keep coming out their mouth that men don't want to be with kids. It must be out your mind, dude. Like, I got a question on you on that one. And, and you know, her girlfriends, you said your ex-wife talking about her girlfriends, mm -hmm. what they have and what they don't have. Were these women married or had men in their lives? All them baby mamas, all them baby mamas. The, the whole drama of, oh girl, I got in an argument with him, and this, that, that, and this. Oh, and, and blah, 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 and this, that, and this. One, one of my ex, her cousin, got two kids by one dude. They've been together for like 10, 12 years since they were child on up, been together. Okay, I think that's beautiful. Get some counseling. Get the, you know, that's when you need a village to be around them. They're like, all right, you need to do this, you need to do that. Y'all need to work on these things. Nah, all of them, a bunch of single mamas. That's it. Baby having single mamas with no good sense whatsoever. So she's telling me how her cousin now got two kids by the dude she's been with for the longest. Now she got another baby. She was pregnant by a 40-year-old dude. Now this girl is like 20-something. She's pregnant by a 40-year-old dude. And the 40-year-old dude is related to my ex-wife. It's her, it's her cousin. I'm like, all y'all in the family, like, dude, your cousin trifling. I entertained it for a second. Really what I should have said was, okay, ain't got nothing to do with me and go be with my kids. But now I entertain that dumbness because you get to the point where you get so used to every coming home and your, your your wife, your significant other, your girlfriend, oh, we got some negative drama, stupid shit that she gets from all her girlfriends, cousins, mama, uh, family relatives getting off of them. 
So yeah, yeah. Her cousins, they doing stupid shit. They putting that negativity on her. That's why we're not together. We won't be together no more. Cause like, I can't deal with somebody who just keeps bringing in negativity in a kingdom that I'm trying to keep positive. Right. You know, I don't stand though is that she say all that <clears throat> is that you know a lot of times these women they they get around these these I don't know what the hell they who they be talking to, but they get around all this bull crap and they forget that you know the relationship is is right here at the house. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't realize that society starts in the home. If, if the children see mom and daddy arguing, then they think it's cool to argue. Mm-hmm. If they can't get along with their brothers and sisters, the kids can't talk to mom and daddy, then they're going to go in society with that same mentality. Mm-hmm. We got to, you know, it's, it's time for us to, to step back and say, hey, man, it's time to teach our kids how to communicate and how mm-hmm. we're supposed to act in this society. Because if not, they see they're going to be unstable for the rest of their lives. Exactly. And that's what I kept trying to tell her. I like the kids come first. Can we be positive role models, productive human beings in society to show the children how they should go? No, no, no. I want to argue and fight. And I want to start shit. And I want to bring up unnecessary dumb shit into the relationship so I can keep the drama going. So I can tell my girlfriend, oh, my life ain't perfect either. You have an opportunity to make your life perfect. And you decide to want to keep it negative and don't even care about the kids. I can I tell you this. I hope to God women hear this and come challenge me on this. There's more women with children that really don't care about the children more than men. Women really don't care about children at all. They really don't. DCFS is built on women complaining about how the children being abused, this, that, and this. And they made a whole organization for it. We're doing what's best for the children. Turn around, come get your kids. These women don't give a damn about your kids. We just need to ship them off somewhere. But we don't want the kids with you. It's all a business. A lot of people in this today's society don't care about kids at all. No, but the ones yeah. they do care, it's the men. And they shut us down so much. I swear to God, they try to shut us down. Because they really don't want us to come in and really take a hold of this thing. They really don't. Because I was telling a lady the other day about children, family services, and the child protective services, everything they need. There's a domestic problem within the couples, the man and woman. I haven't heard not one time, and I've been through DCFS, not one time had they said, let's get the parents counsel together right. to find out what the problem is. Right. Nope, we just want to take your kids, take your kids away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you're going to work on your problems on your own. But now we just broke up that family and started trying to save the family for the children. We don't broke up the family. Well, you know we what? broke up your family. Mm-hmm. Let me add to that one real quick, because, you know, that's, that's kind of work I do. I'm, I'm in the community... Uh, advocacy and mm-hmm. that's something that i noticed is that uh our, our departments or our, our organizations like dcfs dpss all these departments that are in the la county area or in the la city area they don't give a shit about nothing but money you know you see this, like you said it, it's all about it's saying you know if the kid i've seen them where the kids uh are having issues at home and they're telling these people hey my mama i don't want to live with my mama my mama's this my mama's that and I'm mm-hmm. gonna go live with my dad. And the, these damn uh, social workers, these heifers, and most of them are women. These heifers mm-hmm. are going to say, "No, no, no, you don't want to go live with your daddy because your mama said, because your mama said your mm-hmm. daddy is, is this." And they put that shit into these kids' heads, mm-hmm. to where the kids again to believe in this stuff. When the kids will come back and tell daddy, "Wait, well, daddy, you know you ain't no blah blah blah." And it's, Nigga, what the fuck you get? I mean, because yeah, you're right. We gotta stop this cussing. But hey, man, where you get this from? Where you get this information from? You are here with me, child to be with dad and we are spending time with each other and do I give this to you or somebody else putting this in your head? 
and we see it all the time. It's just these parents, these these mamas talk bad about us as daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, the state of California talk bad about us as that. I'm just one person that can talk about it. State of mm-hmm. California talks about us bad. Los Angeles County talks about us bad, and um, the city of Los Angeles talks about us bad when it comes to uh, the custody of our kids and what we're supposed to be doing with our kids. But like mm-hmm. you just said, nobody comes into the situation and says, "Hey, how are we going to improve?" Because it's all about improving our society. Exactly. So how are we going to improve our society by downgrading this man and downgrading this woman and pushing the kids off so they can go to jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I told, um, I was telling this lady the other day, I said, I understood now how the black woman, black man, correction, how the black man and the black woman felt back in slavery. To see the white man come and take your kids from you and they got them by the hand. And your kids are looking at you screaming, hollering, like, help, please. And you can't. You can't because they done took your kids from you. And then they turned around and gave your kids to somebody and sold your kids. They sold my kids to another foster family. And I'll tell you, man, I was down behind that foster family. I want to know their name, their address. They wouldn't give an address. And I told them, I'll come find you. That ain't a problem. I would find you. That's not a problem at all. But I kept in contact with their family. And I kept calling them every day to the point they had to tell me, don't call until the day before you're going to see the kids. Don't call us every day. I was like, no, you just took my kids from Saudi Daddy every day. Now you're going to tell me I can't talk to them every day? No, nah, that's not going to work in my book. It's not. My children, they're young, in somebody else's home, going under their rules and regulations, eating their food. I wash my sons. Their hair ain't been brushed because Mexicans don't know how to brush black kids' hair. I'm seeing their clothes. I'm seeing how dry and ashy they are. And I'm like, you put my kids over there. These were my kids over with me. Their hair was brushed. Their teeth were brushed. They had lotion on. They were bathed. They were dressed well. They were under rule and regulation with their dad. My kids don't get beatings. I don't believe in beating kids because that's the most dumbest thing. I read some of the posts on Facebook talking about some, you know, uh, uh, this one post was the ass whooping that you got back in the day. Did it help you or did it harm you? Oh, and all these women like, oh, it helped me. It helped me. Only a couple of people say it harmed. I'm the one that said you black people back in the day and to this day were dumb. All you did was follow what master said to do. Master whooped our ass because we were running away. We weren't working hard enough. We complained. Whatever the case be, master whooped your ass. Then when we came free, that same theory, that same logic, and you started whipping our ass after generation after generation, thinking that was the right thing to do. And I came to the conclusion like it was never the right thing. I got my ass whipped a lot of times when I was a kid. It didn't stop me from getting booty because I got it anyway. It didn't stop me from cussing. I was going to cuss anyway. It didn't stop me. Whatever I did wrong, it didn't stop me from doing it, even though I got my ass tore. It didn't stop me. It just showed me how to be more sneaky, how to be more conniving, how to do what I want to do, but do it in another way. You're right. I couldn't be free. I yeah. had to become a sneak. I had to become a liar. I had to become these things. So I don't let, I don't beat my kids. And I told that knucklehead, my ex, don't you ever put your hands on the kids because it don't make sense. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. How do you call yourself loving a child and then beating a child at the same time? You can't. It's, it's impossible. It's like, I think we have things confused. I've heard, I mean, I, my parents, great parents. I, I love my parents to death. And my dad, he didn't whoop us all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. he got me because I, like you said, you whooped me one time. I was like, okay, I learned how to be sneaky. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, and then, and then after that, I started learning how to lie very well. I was a very good liar. I mean, I did mm-hmm. that all the way until I was in my 30s. Uh, I mean, I could lie myself out of it. I could be right in front of a woman having sex and, and could lie my way out of it. But, uh, but you're right. You, you learn different techniques on how to lie and how to be sneaky. But the thing that I, I also go back was biblical is that I go back to God. Mm-hmm. When, God when, Adam, when Adam first sinned, and you know, I, I always think about this. When Adam first sinned, God didn't whoop Adam. God didn't chastise Adam. He didn't do nothing. 
he just pretty much put an item on a punishment. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, all right, you had everything that you could ever want right here at this house. Same thing happened with us with our parents. You had everything you needed. I took care of you. I had everything here for you. You had to worry about the lion tearing your ass up. None of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You was good to go. But now, since you was disobedient, you got to get out this house. You got to go. Right. And ain't saying you can't come back and talk to me, but as far mm-hmm. as this house, you're not welcome anymore. So mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. You got to go. And then when he told him to go, he said, but you gone. I'm still going to be there for you. But now, instead of you having everything for you, you got to work for that stuff now. Yeah. You know, and that's something that we need to start. We, we need to learn from God. You know, God has always been that parent that that when he chastises us, he shows love. Well, I don't got to stop saying he because God is no the he or nor she. When right. God chastises us, God shows us love. Mm-hmm. Always gives us love. And and all he say in the Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. Well, that's from Solomon's ass. That ain't from God. That's Solomon. That, that's, yeah, that's Solomon talking. Talking mm-hmm. about spare the rod, spoil the child. And then when we start thinking about the rod, what is this rod he talking about? Exactly. See, see, I'm, that right off the bat, I heard that so many times. And that's what a lot of Christians, and I call them so-called Christians. That's what these so-called Christians, they think, yeah, that's what God was talking about. You got to beat these kids. No, stupid. It's, it, it, no, they don't make sense. What was the rod? What was the rod? Now, go back to Moses. Moses had a rod. And when God told Moses to take the rod and point it to the rock and out force should come water, rod, Moses turned around and took the rod and hit the rock. Right. God told him, that's why your ass ain't going to the promised land. Because you were <laughs> disobedient. But then think about the rod. I like to interpret that God didn't intend him to use that rod for violence. Right. That rod was supposed to be a blessing. Right. That rod was supposed to be used to be pointed at the rock and water was supposed to come out for those thirsty, thirsty Hebrews that was complaining and crying and whining about stuff. Moses took it out of frustration and hit the rock. Now mm-hmm. let's say that rock was a child. And out of frustration, what most parents beat their kids out of frustration, Moses out of frustration hit the rock with this rod. See? And God said, that's why. Like I said, you, you're not going to the promised land because you're disobedient. You did what you wanted to do. You let your frustration get the best of you. You hit that child out of your own emotions, your own feelings. You hit that child. When all I did was tell you, point at the rock. You're going to hit the rock. You know, so that rock could be a symbol of a blessing. Yeah. But you know what I think about, too? And this is kind of like uh, going on Kevin's side. But mm-hmm. I wonder what, you know, sometimes I wonder, what was God thinking? Like, say, for instance, like you just said with Moses. You know, and it's from us, you know, from a human perspective. Mm-hmm. You walk up on my, hey, Moses, you know, point the, point, I'm telling you what to do now. Point the rod at the rock and you're going to be able to, to care for the people. And then Moses hit the rock. He's, oh, God said, what the hell did I just tell your dumb ass? Didn't I just tell you to do this? And you went this up. Man, I'm telling you, I'm going to throw a lightning bolt down and hit you side of your head real quick and make you start thinking. I'm, I'm going to go with you on that one. So I'm thinking, I'm imagining, you know how we are. I'm imagining God is watching Moses come back right down the mountain. He got the rod, and God just listened to him, looking at him, like, you got an attitude, you got an attitude. Moses, do what I ask you to do. do. what I ask you to do, but I can, I can hear it, Moses. I hear, I'm right here with you. Moses, get down there, get to the rock, the people. And as he's walking to the rock, everybody's in his ear. Moses, ain't no God, God, you mother alpha. We could be black, all in Egypt, man, drinking good water. Bloody mother alpha. He took all that. He's taking it in now. After just get fit, finishing in God. Right. Walking. Get to the rock. Blah. Thinking you motherfucker. God like cat. <laughs> Jesus, get ready. 
I told you, not even Moses can do this. Get ready, <laughs> Jesus. Get ready. Let me go tell this nigga what's going to happen. Hey, Moses, let me holler at you. Uh, that promised land? No, nah, nigga, you ain't going. I will let you see it. And you be like, ooh, it's beautiful. But you will not step foot in there. I'm going to tell you that now. You're going to come on with me. Now, Moses sitting there like, God, but why? Because I said, get it, nigga? I said, if you did what I said the first time, you won't have to worry about the second time. You're going to come to heaven with me, nigga, because I said so. And I told my brother this, too. I really do believe God don't have feelings for us. He don't. Because as a father, my son and his girlfriend in my house, they're having sex. I walk in. Son, you got to get out. Now, a human like me, like, son, I understand you got urges. That was wrong. Just stand there. I'm a discipline. Talk to you. Just stand there. This. God, like, uh, you tore up. You tore up. So this is what you're going to do, Adam. This is what you're going to do, Eve. And y'all get out. Mm-hmm. Y'all get out. There was no emotions, no feelings, no nothing. I don't think God felt bad. All I know, God says, what I say goes, and if you break it, you get dealt with. Right. And that's the reason why Jesus had to come. Jesus had to be what I think, like the mother of the relationship. God is dad. Jesus is mom. Jesus had to die for us, for him to now take claim of us. So whenever we do the stupid shit that we do, we go to Jesus, and Jesus understands why you did it. He can go to God like, give him a chance. I understand. I was once flesh myself. I understand. God's yeah. like, I ain't never been flesh. I don't understand. I said, don't have sex without marriage. These niggas do it anyway. And check this why they do it. Uh, well, I was in flesh, and my dick got hard a couple of times. I ain't stick nobody. But uh, it got hard a couple of times. I had to scratch my balls a couple of times. I kind of understand what they're going through. Give them a chance, God. Just give them a chance. Good. But look at Weird this. Kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, Great. look at this one with, with God. God went, he said, all right, I'm going to start this off with Adam. All right, this nigga ain't worth shit. Go to Cain. Oh, here go this dumbass nigga. All right, let me try Noah. Oh, this nigga out of control. All right, Abraham. Abraham, man, let me go do J- Jacob. You're lying ass. Okay, let me move away from you. Let me go. And he went to Solomon. He went to uh, David. David, you can't even keep your dick in your pants. Now you got your boy. He can't keep his penis in his pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me start going. He went all the way up. He said, you know what? I'm tired of y'all. I'm so tired of talking to y'all, telling y'all, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Tired of talking, like my dad used to say, boy. I'm tired of talking to you. Tired mm-hmm. of talking. It's gonna come to a point. I'm gonna come inside your head. And instead of mm-hmm. God coming inside your head, like you said, he's like, you know what? I'm tired of talking to these fools down here and on this earth, telling them what they need to do, showing them how to. Even with okay, I'm gonna get a group of y'all. Hey, Israel, I'm gonna show the world through y'all that I can be the God that will be there for them. These mm-hmm. crazy niggas go out there say, oh, you gonna you got our bad guy? Oh, shit, I'm going to tear everybody up. And God like. I didn't plan for y'all to go in there and start killing people. I planned for you to go out there and show my love to the world. So you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to come do it myself. Mm-hmm. So he stepped down. He's like, all right, Mary, check it out. You about the most noblest female out here I can find because all these other heifers I can't deal with. So I'm going to take you. And I know Joseph kind of cool because he kind of old and kind of dumb anyway. So mm-hmm. you're going to get with this dude. He the bloodline from David. Now you can go ahead and, 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 and do what I say do. And bring on what I told uh, all these other cats was going to happen. So now the bloodline of David, now Jesus is here. And I'm going to show y'all how to do this. He walked the earth. And Jesus is like coming through and saying, you know, everybody around here is fucked up. Everybody around me is, I got this nigga. uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Not Joseph. uh, Peter. I got this crying tail Peter. I got this old lying ass Judah. I got all these different dudes. Mark. Matthew and the complaining ass Matthew and I got all these dudes around me 
and I'm trying to teach y'all how to do this, but none of y'all want to listen. Everybody want to tell me what they think is supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for years, since, you know, Jesus is only a portion of God because all of God can't fit in him. Well, I don't think our bodies can even uh, uh, hold the, the glory of God because mm-hmm. just the shadow of God made Moses' hair turn white. I can imagine what the existence of God in front of us would do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he came down and he had portioned himself to pee Jesus and say, okay, I'm going to walk this world and show y'all how it's be done. But then you can see the frustration as you read the Bible on Jesus. It's like, man, at the end, Jesus is like, man, Father, you think I should be doing this shit? You sorry as niggas ain't going to care. Ain't none of them going to give a damn. And I got to go through I got to go through all this with them. These niggas don't even care about me. Matter of fact, the ones I came for, the ones that's killing me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, we'll get back on the subject, man. It just popped my mind as you're talking. You know, Jesus bounced. Like, he told all the disciples, look, y'all go preach the word, do what you got to do, go have a lunch. I don't care. I got to bounce. I need to be by myself. Took 40 days, right? Yeah. And I'm imagining each day he cussing out each disciple and <laughs> everybody else he met. <laughs> each day, each day, like the first day he started walking by himself, he's going in the desert. Peter, that motherfucker, boy, I can't stand that nigga. I had him walking on water. He still don't believe. The next day, Matthew, that's something. He had to take him a whole day to cuss each person out and get it out of the system. So I know he just walked up 40 days, dude, to get myself together. And he's talking to God, the angels, they walking with him, giggling and laughing. He's telling them to shut the fuck up, too. The devil came and told him, he's like, hey, man, I see what you're going through. Matter of fact, yeah. I know you're going through so much. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you know you. Go ahead and do all these other little things to prove to me that you got. Yeah. Know, Jesus told him, man, get your behind behind me. I got time for you either. I done dealt with these other fools. Now, here you come, you get mm-hmm. your ass back here and sit back there and watch how it's supposed to be done. I'm tired of you. In other words, told the devil, you shut the fuck up too. Everybody shut the fuck up. Shut right. the fuck up. And pretty much in, in lamest terms, and all that together, Jesus pretty much told the devil, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. <laughs> I just want to get this off my chest. Get this off my chest. I need 40 days, 40 nights to get this off my chest. I done been baptized. These niggas still clowning me. Oh, man, I got people talking to me. I had a group of Hebrews ask me about divorce. These niggas. Now, I'll just imagine Jesus in the desert like these niggas. Right. The sticks started drawing people facing and started stomping it right there in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus out there in the desert, shadow boxing niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just hot, man, because he tired of all this. Like, man, I just, Father, we done seen this for over... Hire me thousands, because you know it's over from from the uh from from Genesis, the five chapters of Genesis was a thousand years. Uh-huh. So and then from chapter five on on, the the the, the time is 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 meaning, I mean, uh it's just inf- infinite. We don't know how long that time was because there's that big distance between the last book of Old Testament and the, and the first book which Matthew wrote in the New Testament, you know, when the Jews just disappeared and everything. Right. Hey, let me ask you, you think Jesus was out there 40 days, 40 nights, out there in the desert, he done took that whole robe off, out there butt naked, just dragging the robe. Like, I can't deal with this no more. Like, <laughs> I'm out here butt ass naked. It's hot as hell. Take this robe off. Ain't nobody else can see me. I can't deal with this nigga. <laughs> I think, I think, I think. Laying uh, in the sand. He laid in the sand. Made angels in the sand. That's probably <laughs> where we got that from, the angels. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Tired of these niggas. <laughs> I feel for Jesus, man, because to be the, you know, I mean, they, okay, here we go. What the fathers want to be with their kids. God showed that. Mm-hmm. God showed in the beginning. He was like, look, 
I want to be with y'all. Y'all are my children. I want to be with y'all. But we never, ever, nine times out of ten, we never acknowledge God's existence. And God's existence is right here with us. No matter where we go, we can't get away from it. Dude, all we I have do a joke. I have a joke that I've said. I ain't mean to cut you off. Because That's all right. I had, a, I had a joke. And I still got this joke to this day. I have it set on stage. I'm going to do it one day. My joke was, my dad was God. My mom was Jesus. And that's because as I read the Bible as a young kid, all of which I want to become a minister one day. I read the Bible and the relationship I knew between us, God, and Jesus. It was God was the father. Jesus was the mother mm-hmm. in my eyes. Because my mom and dad, my mom and dad, they, your mom and dad, I guarantee you that was the road. Dad was God. When he said go. Right. Mom was your Jesus. You came to her for comfort, love, support, all that good stuff. Now, if your dad told you, I'm going to go to work, you better not leave up out this house. You as the human, the kid, the child, you left out the house thinking you can be slick. Your dad went down the street, busted you, came right back and seen how you came out the house. You seen him like, oh shit, and you run back in the house. Now you run back in the house, you go grab mom. Your dad told you, don't come out this house. And he let you know you came out this house, I'm going to tell your ass up. And you thought he was going to work. He ain't going to come back for like eight hours. I can go out this house, have some good time, come back, he'll never know. Busted you, came back, caught your ass. But he coming out the car, taking out the belt. You run in the house. You go grab mom. You grab on her leg. Like, mom, please help me. Please help me. The only reason why you didn't get beat was your mom understood you. Mm-hmm. And she'll come up with something like, well, the only reason he stopped out the house, I told him to check and see how it felt outside. Yeah. Or something. She'll come up with something to keep me from getting beat. Mm-hmm. Or she had the upper hand like, no, nah, you're a hard-headed nigga. You know what your daddy told you. Go ahead and get that ass whooping. I Wait. pray for you. I'm being here for you. <laughs> I pray for you. Why are you whooping that ass? I pray. Uh-huh. I'm going to make you a sandwich. And some Kool-Aid. So after you get filmed with that ass whooping, your daddy go to work. Here, you had the peanut butter and jelly and some Kool-Aid. Calm yourself down. That's what you get for not obeying your dad. That was the relationship. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you try to tell, tell women how the fathers really love their kids, they want to exclude you out of it. They, and I blame the church, too. The church, all they want to do is talk about Jesus. Nobody want to talk about God. Just talk about Jesus, how good Jesus is. Jesus love you. Jesus forgive you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Nobody gives a fuck about God. Nobody. And you know what? And to add to that too, I, I've heard, and I, I still, I'm still stuck on this one. And I have nothing wrong. I think God did this for a reason. But when Jesus was here, Jesus told everybody, "Do not worship me. Yep. Worship the one who sent me." Sent me. He said that every single time. You walk into the church, and I have yet to be in a church where they ain't Jesus. Jesus, mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. Jesus, and it's like, and I know God is sitting up there saying, "Okay, I'm kind of glad I, I did come down there in the presence of Jesus Christ because actually y'all are hollering at me, but you only hollering at a portion of me. Exactly. You don't really have the big picture of me. You just got that little small portion to where y'all want to idolize because we just stupid like that. We want to idolize something. Mm-hmm. So we look at Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna idolize Jesus. I'm gonna praise Jesus." And it's like, well, hold up. Jesus didn't come down here for your dumb ass to praise. Jesus right. came down here as an example mm-hmm. of how we're supposed to be acting. That's why yeah. when you said Christian, I don't call myself a Christian. Because mm-hmm. I can't, bro, I can't even, if Jesus was standing in a room, I'm going to have to be about, if Jesus is in California, I'm going to have to be in Afghanistan. Because I can't hold him, I can't even be in the same, I can't even be on the same land as him when it comes to what he represents. Because right. I'm Kevin, mm-hmm. and I'll admit it, I'm Kevin. So if I'm gonna say anything about being a Christian, I'm a Christian in training. Because mm-hmm. I'm not Christ-like. 
Now, I'm not, and some things I do, I'm Christ-like. Mm-hmm. I try to. But when it comes to certain issues or certain whatevers, I ain't Christ-like. I, I can't, I won't even, I won't even disgrace his name that way by calling myself a Christian. And when oh, I see man. other, yeah, and I see other people talking about, oh, I'm a Christian. And I look at them judging people. I'm like, how would you, how could you disgrace Jesus Christ's name with your ass? That's what they do. I'm telling you, especially women. Now women have flooded the church. That's their sanctuary, the church. And it's all about Jesus. And I'm like, if it's really all about Jesus, even Jesus told you to obey the Father. Mm-hmm. But women like, no, we will put Jesus on that pedestal. And since we're like Jesus, but we're, we're comforting, we're loving, we're forgiving, we're that. Jesus is our God. And we're going to run this now as mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're the powerful ones now. We're Jesus. And it's like, Jesus, like, you just take this way out of proportion. I understand you're listening to me. You're reading about me. You're learning about me. But you follow the Father. I followed him. You follow him. These women want to follow Jesus. They don't give a damn about God. God right. represents us as the men. Mm-hmm. It represents us. I get sick of these women coming out their mouth like, Dale, those are my kids. No, they're not. God made man first, then woman. God made man and woman. God even made Jesus. It's us men that made those kids. You're just a vessel. The child just came inside of you and sat in there for a good nine months to get itself together. We made that. We carry these kids with us. Not women. They told me, so I carried the child for nine months. I've been carrying this ever since my balls started dropping and letting me know that it was white <laughs> stuff coming out of it. Those, my, I got so many kids. You only came out with one, maybe two, had twins, maybe triplets. Quadruple. You had eight. Okay. I got a million. And I gotta squirt them out every once in a while because they're gonna drive me crazy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> These women need to get their minds straight, dude. Dead ass serious. Our society, especially the black community, would be much, much better if the women just play their position, stay out of it, let the men be in the kids' life. Let the men be in the kids' life. And if you got a good woman, y'all come together and be in the kids' life. If you got a knucklehead, let the kids be with the dad then. Let the kids be with the dad. And the mom, you go out here and go sell some booty and make some fish sandwiches for the homeless people. Go do something else. But as far as being <laughs> in the kids' life, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. I'm so serious about it. Go ahead, cuz. I think, I think though, I know we're going to go to your segment very Matter of fact, let's kind of um, ease our way into this because everybody check it out. We got some new, uh, inf- we got some new segments we want. To- we're growing. So uh, our first segment that we want to throw out is... Uh, and I hope y'all are ready for this one, but what in the hell is pissing off Bishop? It's all you, cousin. All right. What's pissing me off, cuz? I got a lot, but I'm going to stick on the topic that we're talking about today. And that's how much fathers really love kids. What's pissing me off? First and foremost, these women. These women using kids as, as, as like bait, as currency. Like, I got a kid, so now y'all need to come, come help me. Come do this, come do that. First and foremost, women... You spread your legs and took this. You ain't gonna tell me that a woman that damn stupid, you that damn weak, that you're gonna let a dude go for you bareback. And then, oh, it's his responsibility that got you pregnant. When you 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 brought that in, that's like me going inside the bank vault. They left the door open. I go inside the bank vault and I just start sticking all sorts of coins, dollar bills, everything in my pocket and walk out. And then they're gonna blame me for stealing. Shouldn't have had the vault open, dumbass. <laughs> Bottom line. Just like somebody stop at a grocery store and you leave the car on and the door open and you run in there to go get some crackers or whatever the fuck you're going to get. And I just jump in the car because I'm tired of walking. It's hot out here. And I go for a drive. You're going to blame me for stealing? No, stupid. Didn't you take the keys? No. Why you didn't close your door? 
you left it open for me to invite myself in. Don't blame me if I done took your car and I done drug into a tree and now your shit right around the tree and the insurance company, everything coming after you. Women need to take responsibility, day there straight, nigga. Take responsibility and stop that stupid talk. I'm tired of the stupid talk around this whole world. Women are responsible for kids being on earth, not men. Second of all, what's been pissing me off about women and when it comes down to kids, kids want to be with their dads. I'm looking at paternity court. You got all these kids come up here, grown, 30, 40 years old, when I find out who their dad is. You know who done fucked them up? The goddamn mama. Mm-hmm. Goddamn stupid-ass white mama, black mama, Asian mama, all these mamas done fucked them up. Well, I ain't tell you who your daddy is because I felt it was best. You got your stepdaddy. He's good enough. No stupid. That's like telling, um, okay, Buddha is your real God. God, uh, I wouldn't tell you about God because, you know, God, he's uh, But Buddha, that's your stepdaddy. That's your real God. Just keep loving Buddha. Don't worry about God. Just keep loving Buddha. These kids want to know who their God is, and their God is dead. And you talk about these kids are being tortured. I seen a, 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 a brother and a sister, twins. This one dude thought he was dead. I mean, this man crying. He's like, man, they're my legacy. There's another old man over there don't look like neither one of the twins. The twins look like the dude that was saying, I'm the daddy. The old man sitting over there can barely walk, can barely even talk. He's like, no, nah, I'm the daddy. So when they come out with the DNA test, come to find out the dude that kept saying he was the dad wasn't. That old man that was sitting there in the chair, he was the real dad. Oh, that dude that was saying, I'm the dad here, found the girl on Facebook, like, I'm your real daddy, your mom just standing there. The mom was dead now. The mom was dead and gone. Well, I guess a car accident or something like that. But he was like, they're my kids, and I've been looking for them for 30 years. That's sad, and man. finally found out that he was never the dad from day one. The woman had told him, you were the dad of them kids. And then foster care came in and grabbed them kids and wouldn't let the man get them. And the man said he spent money on investigators, everybody trying to find the kids. And finally, he couldn't afford it no more. He just stopped. Them kids are sitting there cussing that man out like, you're not no good dad. You should have been there for me. You should have looked for me. You should have tried harder. And the judge had to step in like, the man is telling you he tried. He tried. What else you want to do? The girl still got an attitude. Fuck him. I don't care. So when the lady, when the judge opened up the envelope and, and read it out and said that, that old man is sitting right there. He's your real daddy all the time. He's your real daddy. That man broke down in tears. He broke yeah. down in tears. Them kids. They kind of broke down in tears. They, they even said, we kind of feel bad for you. That man had no other kids. Those are the kids that he thought was his. He had no other kids. So this man's going to die alone. No legacy, no nothing. And you know what? And I'm kind of glad you said that about some of these old raggedy tail mamas. Because I've seen that a lot. I was going to say something else, but uh, I kind of, I'm on the same road with you there, uh, because of is these raggedy heifers, man. You know, daddy's, daddy's, I would say daddy's, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a lot of men, man, we take care of these kids, man, and we love these kids. And it's like, hey, this is mine. That's my kid. All along, this little Jezebel over here knows, daggone well, this ain't your kid. She knows she has some other cucumber up inside of her. Matter of fact, speaking of cucumbers, some mm-hmm. of these women, when they get a good cucumber and they tickle that little, the little thing up there inside of them, they, <laughs> and get the, they get them tickling and, and and squirting and flirting on and farting and all the other stuff. Now mm. they all happy with this dude. But then nine times out of ten, when they get the get cu- cucumber, like you said, they let that cucumber keep on going inside them so many times that oops, slip up. Hey, I pop one inside of you. Now all of a sudden, now you want to hold on to this dude. You want to figure out a way to where now you got the cucumber, you want to hold on to him. And you want to trap him. And they'd be like, wait a minute. You were just messing with Bobby down the street and you got this cucumber over here because you know your little twat is just like a doorknob everybody can get a turn on it so now right. you want to trap this one dude because you feel he's the great father but you're doing yourself a disservice because this child 
is now living the life of a lie. You starting these kids off in the life of a, of, of a lie. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then and then you're gonna sit there and get mad at society because you a liar. Like you say, a lot of these women, man, they gotta get they, they gotta get their act together because they ain't nothing but a bunch of most of them are, and I, they a bunch of prostitutes, a bunch of whores, a bunch mm-hmm. of Jezebels. Not all women, but the ones that's out there doing that to men. Man, it, it needs to be something done about that too because they too busy bringing us down as men. And it's like, well, she was weak. Shit, I was weak too. When I, anytime you bust nuts, you weak. Yeah. So, and once again, we're gonna try to change that um change that terminology. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna practice, and I'm gonna try to. You know, we're gonna practice on it, and I want to spread it to the world. No more of us men gonna accept that. Oh, I bust nutting you. We're gonna like, no, you accepted my seed. You accepted it. You accepted it. If you didn't want it, trust and believe. Could have had a condom. Women got condoms too. Sure do. Yeah, men don't have to always wear a condom. That woman can wear a condom. They got the you day got after you, Yeah, you, you can get an abortion. You can give it up for adoption. You got all these options that you can do. But you want to turn around like, well, you busted nothing me. No, nah, you accepted my seed. You accepted it. You could have stopped it. You didn't have to take it at all. You accepted it. So stop putting it on me. It's a, it's a negative terminology. I busted a nut in you. Really? I busted it in you? Like, I just I just pushed myself in you? Like, I just, I, 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 are you, big, big R word. I, I took it from you. I forced myself on you. I did that. Nah, you accepted it. You wanted it. You wanted it. You accepted it. Now, take responsibility. And all this, how you, you're right. You got a lot of women out there. I've been like that. I've been in a predicament where a chick, she like she liked the cucumber, everything that nature. She wanna have a kid, she wanna try to lock me down. No, we didn't have an agreement. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about this. No. First of all, you let me go in your refrigerator. That's what I'm calling it. You let me go in your refrigerator box and get all the food I wanted. Cakes, everything. You let me do it. And now that I left a dollar bill in there, you wanna take this dollar bill and like I'm gonna go shop. I'm gonna get everything with this dollar bill. No. Just because you let me in your box and I left a dollar bill in there, don't mean that's your dollar bill. We need to discuss this. Did I get into your box and say, here, take my dollar bill and we can build something from it? Nope. You took my dollar bill, now you're going to run off and do whatever you want with it. And going to hold that dollar bill against me. Can't get it back. Or if you want it back, you got to pay child support. But this, that, and that it is. You're going to do all those things for me to get my dollar bill back. Or even be a part of the damn dollar bill. It's like, women... Yeah, go ahead. No, it's like an ice box. Like you're saying, with the ice box. You know the icebox is full. You know that women know when they ovulate. So when the yeah. icebox is full and you go in there and hit that button where brrr, all that come out, yeah. you know, she knew it. You don't, we don't know it. She know when she ovulate. Mm-hmm. So when we go in there, uh, she know what's going on. I mean, I found that out with, with when I got older, when, when I was dealing with women. It's, right after they had a period, okay, if you ain't got to wear no rubber, what you mean? She may ain't got on the rubber. Ain't you? I knew it. Ain't you ovulating right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Well, why you want? Why you want me to go raw now? Because if I go raw, the egg is sitting right there on your wall, and it's nowhere for me to have to go. That joke ain't got to swim far. My dudes like to swim, and yeah. these dogs will swim right on over there and get it. And you're gonna be impregnated because I'm I'm a fertile dude. So I'm me not gonna mess with yeah. you. Like right now, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be straight. Matter of fact, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it now because I see what type of woman you are. Oh, another thing with that is how these women literally use kids like I need the kid in my life to make me feel better. And I'm saying to myself, no, you don't need a kid to make you feel better. Go get some counseling, get some therapy, feel good about yourself first, and then bring a kid into the world. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these women, 
just want the kids, just want to have kids just to say, hey, I got somebody that loves me. And I want to train this one to love me and only me. That's why you got these women that go around and teach the kids. You only got one mama. Well, you really only got one dad. Right. Well, right. fuck him. Fuck him. No, you only got one mama. You only got one mama. You got to love and, and cherish your mama. I'm telling you, man, my whole theory about God and Jesus when it comes to the men and women is so much on point. Mm-hmm. Women, women like the evil version of Jesus. They're like, if Jesus really came down to earth, like, you know what? God sent me here. We ain't got to worry about God. Worry about me. Praise yeah. me. Love me. It's all about me. Me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me. Mm-hmm. Forget God. It's all about me. This is what these women do. Yeah, I'm your Jesus, son. I'm your Jesus, daughter. But forget God. It's all about me. Worship me. Love me. Praise me. Build a statue in my name. You exactly. know, give me the greatest Mother's Day gifts of all time. When Valentine's come, all y'all show me love. It's all me, 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 me. And God sit back like, yep, I'm going to send you to hell. I'm going to send you to hell. <laughs> you in hell right now, sitting there trying to praise this crazy-ass woman. She don't love her damn self. Now she wants you to try and do something that she don't know nothing about. I mean, that's yeah. what I look at some people, they be talking about, oh, I need somebody to love me, or I'm going to teach this kid how to love me. And it's like, well, hold up. How can you teach somebody to do something that you have no idea what it is? Exactly. If you ain't never loved yourself, then how can you teach somebody to love you? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. In the prime example, let's go back to the whole cucumber thing. You know a woman don't love herself when she allow a man to go in her bareback. You show off the bat you don't love yourself. So oh, any just... men out there, any men out there listening, when y'all do hear about this, keep this in mind. If a woman lets you go in her bareback, she don't love herself. She does not love herself. And therefore, she is not going to love your kids. Not the way your kids deserve to be loved. She's not going to respect how, them. How, how, how about, what, what about the women that just like to like to have that raw dick going up in them? I mean, ain't it some of them like that? They love that that feel. I know, I love that feel. Feel that, that raw, warm skin. I love it. Dude, it's the greatest thing on the planet. But at the same time, uh, you got to love yourself. Look, I would love to drink beer all day long, liquor, and smoke cigarettes, but there's got to be a limit. I love myself enough to say, hey, nigga, clean your kidneys. Hey, nigga, take a break from cigarettes. Go brush your teeth. You know, let your lungs breathe. Nigga, go take a walk. Like, <laughs> I got to love myself first, and then I can do those things. But I got to love myself first. There's a fat person out there now, like, man, I got diabetes. I love myself. Well, I got to stay away from this cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to stay away from cookies. I got to stay away from sugary drinks and all this other stuff. I got to stay away from it because I love myself. I want to do better. I want myself to be good. These women has literally shown us over the 30, 40 years, they don't love themselves. They don't love themselves. They don't love you. And nine times out of 10, they're not going to love those kids. They're not. Yeah. Those kids are there for everything else besides real love. And real love is just building somebody up, supporting them, getting them together, pushing them forward to be better than you in the future. No, these women trying to set kids up to be like, when you get older, you're going to get this, that, and that, and this, and you're going to take care of mommy. You know, you know what, even we're wanting to that, too. You got, I mean, you know, like we talked about in, the, in, this, in this particular podcast, how we as men, we truly love our kids. But, you know, there are some fathers, man, um, that's some sorry niggas. Like we saw oh, it in, what was that movie? We, it was a movie Tyler Perry did, and Angela, oh, Angela Bassett, her fine ass, was in there. And she had a, a son. I forgot that dude's name, but he's in a lot of Ty Perry movies. But he became a basketball star. Mm-hmm. And the dad in the beginning of it was like, man, I don't want to do it with my kid. I fuck that dick. He ain't my son anyway. Blah, 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 blah. The minute he found a homeboy was a basketball star, oh, my, he had the dad on press conference. 
but the whole time, youngster needed stuff growing up, nigga wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of times though, now to kind of be the devil's advocate, you got men out there that are like that. You know, they 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 make men like us look bad because they sorry. They don't take care of their kids. They leave it, you know, the woman ain't giving them no uh sexual um treatment. Mm-hmm. They don't want nothing to do with the kids. And it's like they make us look bad because they right. so, so again. I kind of understand where some of these women are coming from because there are some sorry ass men out there. Okay, they gonna take care of their kids. I grant that, but that same that same topic that you're saying right now, haven't we discussed that for the past 30, 40 years? Yeah, ain't that what the color purple was about? Uh, all the other sad black movies, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, all them playing on a woman's emotions. Yeah, man ain't no good. Man to get you pregnant and then walk away, distant, and this. No, the narrative is going to change now. The narrative is you women. Wanted to get pregnant for all the selfish wrong reasons. You don't want a man. You just want kids, sympathy. You want free food. You want Section 8. You want all that stuff. I get what you're saying. You're absolutely right. I ain't going to take nothing from that. I agree with you. There are some men. Hell, I was one of them. Because I was taught by those men. Like, man, forget it, man. Leave the kids. Go on about your business. The mom take care of the kids. I see how that affect kids. Now I'm on a whole nother level. I'm on a whole nother level. Like, the mother fucks up the kids. See, even the, there's women... <coughs> Excuse me. There's women that would take the kids and even had the kids on their side to push the dad out the house. Sure will. Yeah. Somebody told me about that. When um they had the uh the daughters, they had daughters, mm-hmm. and the father had went to jail or something, and the mama talked bad about him. So when mm-hmm. he finally came home, the daughters start giving him the same thing the mama was saying. So my man was like, Hold on, you must have been talking to your mama. Because ain't nobody else gonna come out their mouth with that but her. Mm-hmm. And, and he kept on, and the girls like, but yeah, it's true, daddy. You ain't this, you ain't that. He like, how in the world are you gonna know what I am when you ain't seen me in the last couple of years? You mm-hmm. have I've been in jail. And the reason why I went to jail is because of your mama. Mm-hmm. Your mama was the reason why I went to jail because I was doing stuff that was illegal with her. I think it was checks or something he got caught up with. But the mama was actually doing the checks. He wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. But he took the blame for the mama. And then the mama's sorry behind, going to go behind his back and tell his daughters that he ain't no good. I forgot how long my man did. He did some time. But come to find out, you know, that it took, man, it took this man. His daughter was in high school and they had to get married, have husbands and everything. And my man was uh, on pretty much on his way out of here before his daughters was like, Wow, daddy, we 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 sorry. We sorry. He like shit. It's too late now. I'm on my way out of here. You know, I can't. I don't have no time to know y'all now. Y'all should have been taking that time out to know me when I was trying to know y'all. Instead, y'all wanted to be like that that sorry tell woman that y'all call a mama, and now y'all want to downgrade me. And you come to find out it was all a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying, man. It's been a great talk. We we're gonna definitely have to go back on this again. Because it needs to be said and need to be put out there. A lot of men need to hear what we and other men got to say. And women need to hear it too. But mostly men, so they don't have to feel like they're alone. Yeah, right. I know. I've been, I've been in that same position where the mother had got the kids to be on her side. And that everybody is just shooting dots at me. Matter of fact, to tell you the truth, I seen it with my own father. My mom had us gassed up to where we was against dad. Mm-hmm. And that all of us got to dislike dad. And I could just imagine how he felt coming in the house and realizing everybody disliked him. Everybody right. Him. Right. 
And he's like, a- I'm paying the, I'm paying the bills. I got a roof over your head. I got food, the lights on, this, that, and this. And all of y'all hate me. No problem. Fuck it then. Everybody hate me then. I'm going to do me. And so then when he do go cheat and everything, at the end of the day, can't nobody get, we, we can't say nothing. Because a man got to find affection somewhere. You always right. come in the house and you always hate it because just that and the end of this, you know, your wife is taking on the drama from what she see on all my children, uh, young and the restless, general hospital. She's taking all that drama she's putting on your shoulders with her sister saying, what her girlfriend's going through with some female nicks down, down the block, what she going through. All that drama got to come on your shoulders. Now she just like you because all her girlfriend got bad men and that you're supposed to be a bad man too because in the bitch mind, all men are bad. My dad was taking all that, just taking all that, taking all that, taking all that, taking all that. So when he cheated, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at, at the end of the day because you was already left out there alone. And if you got a woman that can show you some affection, go ahead and get you a piece. You still taking care of the bills. You still was doing stuff. Didn't neglect us. Just, hey, I got to find some type of happiness. And women don't want to accept it, nor do they even want to hear it. They just feel like it's an excuse. But women strategically want the kids with them because they're like, I want to teach these kids to always love me because I don't love myself. I want to teach these kids to hate anybody I hate. If I'm going to go out here and fight a zebra, I want my kids to go fight the zebra too. And if they don't, they don't love their mama. And they mentally train the kids like that. You don't love your mama. You stop talking to your mama, you don't love your mama. That's your mama, that's your mama. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Just like I said, the church to this day don't give a fuck about God. None of them do. I don't believe. Only one I can give credit to is Pastor Jennings. I love that dude. Because he sticks with the word, with the word of God. That he sticks with that. That's... That's what God wants you to do. Just stick my word. Do my word. Pay attention to my word. You know Jesus what? is great. Mm-hmm. And you're right, too. When you say that, you start talking about pastors. That's an, another problem that's wrong with, because I know we got much more time left for the show. But that's another problem that we got when it comes to these churches, is that instead of even, they've, they've even downgraded themselves from worshiping Jesus to worshiping these damn niggas in the pulpit. Yeah. And so yeah. they saying so whatever the, my pastor said this and my pastor said that and it's like okay you worshiping a man that's driving around in a brand new car and you barely holding on to your daggone house and you mm-hmm. sitting there throwing offering up in this daggone church and when was the last time you was able to talk to this man unless you had a short skirt on he's probably let you come into his study and he probably prayed on you and put some oil on you but the oil wasn't put on your forehead it was put on right. your clit but yeah, we we got we got too many problems, man, <laughs> in these churches, man, with these 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 preachers and these deacons and these 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 first ladies and all these people in the church, man, trying to make themselves seem like they God. And it's like, man, you, you ain't nowhere near God, my nigga. You go outside it. I guarantee you, everybody talking about that, you know, especially these pastors talking all this yin yang stuff about what they can and can't do and how God is this and how God is that. But my attitude is this, brother: if you can't walk on water, shut the hell up. Uh, I feel like this. If you could touch my forehead and I fall out without you pushing my forehead to make me fall out on the floor, you got my attention. But every time a minister try to put his, you know, Lord, and he's like, heal. And I wouldn't even fall. I'm like, uh huh, like that. And then he'll try to do it again. And I, in my mind, I'm getting pissed off. Like, you put your hand on my forehead one more time, nigga. I'm going <laughs> to bless you. All your deacons, everybody in this church going to see me dust your ass in front of it. And you got the deacons there. They're trying, they trying to leave me back. Now, nah, I'm not falling. This nigga ain't hit me with no Holy Ghost. I ain't felt no Holy Ghost. I'm not going to play like this. No. Finally, he'll walk past me and go to somebody else. Next time, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to stand up in front. When the minister put his hands on me, I'm going to put his arms in a type of chokehold, something. I'm going to fuck him up in front of everybody. I'm like, this is what the Holy <laughs> Ghost told me to do. Choke this nigga out in front of every goddamn body. Microphone, <laughs> cape, and nail, all. Everything. Choke this nigga. <laughs> I swear to God I am. And I'm going to go to every church and do that shit, too. There's two things I always wanted to do, and then I know we got to go. But, because I want to talk to you afterwards. Two things I want to do. I want to go to every church 
and fuck a minister up on, on site right there. Like after they, after church is over with, you know, you know, come up to the church so he can praise people. Yeah, I'm gonna be one of them motherfuckers up front and I'm gonna fuck them up decent. And I'm just telling everybody, the Holy Ghost told me to do that. And we're gonna have a discussion. The Holy Ghost told me he put his hands on you and I don't go through your body, fuck them up. Fuck them up on site. And another thing I always want to do, go to church and wait for the church starts playing the music, getting all shouty and, and happy. And I just run screaming out the church like I'm on fire, right? And then I'm gonna run to the <laughs> I'm gonna run to the nearest churches or Popeye chicken, any chicken place, and be in there shouting, asking for a three-piece and everything of that nature. Still let these niggas <laughs> know the Holy Ghost is in me. Then I'm gonna run back to the church. <laughs> I'll run back to the church, still hollering and screaming. Sit in the church while he's having a having a sermon. I'm still hollering and screaming, slapping chicken in my mouth. <laughs> Chicken crumbs going all over the goddamn place, having a good time. And I'm gonna tell these niggas the Holy Ghost told me to do this. That's what the Holy Ghost told me to do. You gonna have one of them, you gonna have one of them deacons like, hey, 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 man. Hold up, brother. Hope you got a breast over there. I, I like that's what that chicken smell over there, brother. Yeah, and I throw him a yeah, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a breast, nigga. We were sitting here, eat chicken and holler and scream and shout. I always want to get and just like like a marsh pit. You ever see the white boys do the marsh pit? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I want to do one of those things, like be in church, everybody shouting, and I just get on top of one of the benches and just jump above everybody, just like land on top <laughs> of an old lady. <laughs> you might as well get shot in the church. You better yeah, jump but, on one of them old sisters, them old mothers. <laughs> them the ones be having pistols in their in their purses. And <laughs> right on top of her, she lay on the floor, I'm right on her butt, and I'm grinding on everything that nature, just telling everybody, this is what the Holy Ghost put in me. This is what I felt the Holy Ghost, this is what told me to do it. Yeah. Oh, you then you start grinding on one of them. Oh, when they go, ooh, ooh I feel the Holy Ghost too. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna mess around, get yourself <laughs> fucked in church, <laughs> cause them old women don't be playing, brother. Oh, them old cougars, <laughs> man. You get that dust, get the moving around up in there. Ooh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Got me a youngster. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be in trouble there, boy. Oh, you stupid. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. I hope y'all enjoyed our our, uh, our podcast, man. We we really didn't get on the subject, but we don't worry. As time goes on, man, we're gonna be discussing this more a little bit more in detail. But man, we welcome we thank y'all for checking us out, man. And uh we catch y'all on the next go around. Peace. Yeah. Oh.